Welcome back to the College Basketball Roundup Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Kapikian. This is episode five. In this episode, we're going to recap some of the games from this week. Uh, it was a wild weekend. Some pretty big upsets. Um, some, team, some teams surging up the rankings. Speaking of rankings, we have a new top 25. Some changes. More in the middle. Um, nothing too much at the um, top or bottom. I'm going to give my thoughts on that, and then we'll look at a great, 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 great set of games for this week, not only during the week, but the weekend, and then I'm also going to feature some conference rankings. We're going to talk about the top three, top four teams in each conference, um, and that was as of January 28th, 2022. Okay, the first game we're going to touch on from this week is Arizona at UCLA. I believe this game was on Monday, and Arizona got destroyed. UCLA dominated from start to finish, and it seems like US, uh, UCLA is going to be a legitimate two-seed this season. Obviously, we know their story last year, and they bring back the same team, same starting five. They can compete with anyone, played really well, took care of the ball, played two good halves of basketball, um, and they got a rematch coming up at the end of this week. The next game was Providence at Xavier. Uh, Providence gets a big road win, 65-62. It was a battle the whole way. Xavier didn't shoot well, um, stayed in the game, um, and they just couldn't get to the line, so they couldn't um, get easy baskets and and get over the hump. Um, Providence made some clutch shots late, like they've been doing all year. They're winning, I think they're now 4-0 against top 25 teams, and Yep, they're winning. They're all close games within, I think they said, five points. So Providence continues to roll. Um, And another team that we're going to look at here, Marquette, before uh, Saturday's game, had seven straight wins in in conference play, which in the Big East right now, that's not going to happen again. Obviously, it was broken on Saturday for them, but uh, to Providence, which we'll touch on a little later, but man... Seven wins in a row, Marquette has put themselves in a position to not only make the tournament, but to be a, maybe a five-seed, four-seed, six-seed in the tournament and really make a run at it. Shaka Smart in his first year is bringing that program back. Now we go to the weekend where number four, Baylor, traveled to Tuscaloosa to play Alabama. Bama goes wire-to-wire here, um, gets the win. This is now them beating Baylor number four, beating Gonzaga. So they have some now key wins after falling out of the rankings and going to now 14-7. and seven. Many people were saying during the week, hey, if Alabama doesn't beat Baylor here at home, they might be on the verge of missing the tournament, you know, after being a top-10 team to start the season. Um, scored 87 points and really didn't shoot well from three. Um, didn't really take care of the ball like they probably should be doing. But, you know, they had the same amount of turnovers as Baylor, so no issue there. And they got to the line. You know, they... They drove a lot more. I think they're starting to realize, like, we can't live and die by the three. If we're not making threes for whatever reason, we're still going to take them, but we have to go to the rim when we can, find a lane, go to the rim, get to the line, make your free throws. And that's pretty much what got them a, a nice nine-point win here against a really good Baylor team. Um, people are still trying to figure out uh, Alabama, but if they get into the tournament, which they will most likely, probably 99% sure they will after this win, if they're a 10 seed, 9 seed, 8 like if they're an 8-9 matchup, God bless that one seed because that's a tough matchup. 
Here we go again. Uh, this podcast is coming through. What did I say last week? Kentucky, John Calipari over Bill Self and Kansas. What happened? Absolute domination from start to finish. This game was over from the tip. 80-62. to 62. Kentucky put up 51 points in the first half and had a 20-point lead going into halftime at Kansas. I think this they said, mentioned on the broadcast, that this was one of the records for amount of points Kansas has given up in a first half at Allen Fieldhouse. Uh, Kentucky is now undefeated when they have all their players, when they're all healthy and at full strength. And they really didn't play that well. They didn't shoot particularly well. And they scored 80 points. Um, dominated, dominated, dominated Kansas on the glass. 41-29. to 29. It was worse than what it, those stats um, tell. Um, and Keon Brooks, forward um, on Kentucky. 27 points. 9 of 10 from the free throw line. Just incredible stuff. And, and Kentucky has now hopped into the rankings a little bit. Moved up to number 5. So watch out, Kentucky. And Auburn, I'm looking to see that matchup again now at Kentucky. Kentucky this week had gets to go to Alabama, I believe, and that's gonna be that's gonna be a great game too. Then we're gonna move on to Villanova and St. John's. This game, because of weather, was moved back to Villanova's home gym. It was supposed to be down at the Wells Fargo Center where the Sixers play and where Villanova plays a few of their games each year. Um, obviously, when the road team can bring some people in to travel. I guess they didn't do so here. It stayed because of the snow. 73-62 win for Villanova pretty easily. Um, 26 bench points, uh, and they didn't even have their seventh man who's emerging in Brian Antoine. Um, Villanova shoots 48% from three. St. John's only 19% from three. You, you can't do that. You can't win game shoot 19% from three on the road, at especially against a team like Villanova, who takes care of the ball, strong with the ball, doesn't give it up easy. And, you know, St. John's is a team that forces, you know, 15 turnovers a game. They, I think they forced 10 or 11 here. Um, just didn't shoot enough to uh, keep this game close. So Monday we have Duke at Notre Dame. Number 9 Duke is going to go play at Notre Dame, who is now unranked. Notre Dame has been winning big games at home. When big programs come in, Kentucky, they they seem to get the job done. And winning close games... Um, but here, I don't see it. I, I think Duke's going to pull away late. I do think it's going to be competitive. The crowd's going to be into it. But like I said, in the end, Duke pulls away. They are a really good team, and I expect them to get back into the one-seed conversation. Um, the next game, Villanova at Marquette. I believe this is a Wednesday night game, 10 o'clock on FS1. This was a close game last time they played at Villanova. Um, it's going to be a ranked matchup. Uh, if Nova's bench is going to start playing better, and they're going to start playing these eight guys, which I've seen now for the last couple weeks. If these eight guys are going to score uh, 20 points or whatever they did last week, obviously 20, 26 is a lot. If they can get up in that probably 15 to 20 range every game, Villanova's going to be a team that, that's going to be start taking really serious, um, especially coming uh, Big East play and, and the tournament later on. The next game here, we don't know too much about these teams. Obviously, they're flirting with the uh, the rankings every once in a while in Davidson and St. Bonaventure. I uh, don't know too much of what to expect here. Um, Davidson's obviously playing better, but the Bonnies were ranked uh, about a month ago. And I think this is a spot at home where the Bonnies uh, can get their swagger back, kind of get people talking about them a little bit again, um, as Davidson's been really hot. So keep that in mind. 
Next, we have the homecoming, Texas at Texas Tech. Chris Beard, his homecoming, back to Texas Tech. This, to me, seems like a smacking waiting to happen. I think Texas Tech is the better team, and I expect them at home. This is a revenge-type factor with Chris Beard. I expect them to kill Texas, destroy them. Even though Texas has been playing better basketball, I just don't see uh, Texas Tech not getting the job done here. I think they're ready to get themselves into top 10 uh, conversation. And then Wisconsin at Illinois. Illinois, it comes down to health for them. Uh, Kofi Coburn, uh, he's been battling in and out of games. Um, and then Andre Corbello has been a difference maker for them when he's able to play, not being the only guy. Um, so if they're healthy, I think Illinois wins here. Kind of big um, by double digits. Um, as Wisconsin on the road, I don't trust as much at home. Um, UCLA and Arizona, the rematch that we talked about a week and a half later, 8 p.m. on Thursday night, so we actually get to watch it this time, <laughs> as the last game went until about 1.30 in the morning, so I don't think many people stayed up for that, I know I didn't, since it was kind of a wire-to-wire -wire win for UCLA, and it never seemed to get really close, and then moving forward here, games to watch, watch a notch on this weekend, UConn at Villanova, this going to be a ranked matchup, two top uh, 15, 16 teams playing Baylor at Kansas, uh, USC at Arizona, Duke at UNC, obviously. The cheapest ticket right now for that game, um, Duke and UNC, $4,000. So have fun with that if you want to go. And then Gonzaga at BYU. Um, this is really for number one in the conference. Um, I think if Gonzaga wins this, they have it pretty much locked up. If BYU wins, there'll be a battle to the end with those two teams. Next, we're going to look at some of the conference standings. Obviously, this was updated as of January 28th, 2022, so before the weekend games. Stuff has changed, but basically in the American Conference, you have Houston with a commanding lead. They are now ranked number six in the country. Um, SMU, who's pretty much the only one left competing with them, and then Temple is seeming to have a good season so far. In the ACC, you got Miami, Duke, Notre Dame. Obviously, you're going to settle that Duke-Notre Dame um, today and then probably turn into a Miami-Duke battle, even though they don't play each other again. Maybe in the ACC tournament if we're lucky. In the Big 12, you have Kansas, Baylor, Texas, and Texas Tech. Obviously, you have both of those, 1, 2, and 3, 4. Kansas, Baylor, Texas Tech, Texas battling it out this week in matchups. So that's pretty cool and something to look forward to. In the Big East, you have Providence still at the top. The only two losses, Villanova, um, UConn who is now surging, and obviously Marquette, who was scorching hot. Teams you're going to see in there, Xavier, um, Seton Hall still at the bottom, St. John's still at the bottom, but both really good competitive teams. Um, Butler's actually seeming to get a couple wins here um, in the Big East play that, frankly, I didn't see coming. In the Big Ten, Illinois, Michigan State, Wisconsin, Ohio State seems to be a team um, – that's starting to find their game. They can stay in any game with EJ Liddell. They're really playing well. They had a three-point loss uh, at Purdue on Sunday. A very good game. But Purdue's now the top team in the Big Ten, like we've been saying. Waiting to see what Illinois can do this match against Wisconsin. Hopefully they're healthy and we can see. I still really don't know Michigan State much about them. In the Pac-12, you have UCLA, who's kind of separating themselves a little bit. Uh, Arizona, USC, who's kind of dropped off, and then Oregon's just hanging around, I believe, at like that 6-3 and three mark in conference play. Finally, the SEC, I think the best conference, in my opinion. Many people say the Big 12, but I still think 
the SEC. Auburn, clear-cut number one. Kentucky, clear-cut number two. Now a team like Marquette, surging, 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 coming out of nowhere. Arkansas, right? They had high expectations coming in, struggled big time at the beginning of the season. Now they're finding their, their game, and they're starting to get their swagger back, like we talked about with maybe St. Bonaventure. But Arkansas in that three spot. Tennessee, Alabama, LSU is starting to drop off big time, and so is Florida. I'm not sure exactly what's wrong with them. They both seem to struggle to score, but other than that, I can't tell why they keep losing games. And next, we're going to get into the top 25. Okay, for me, not much has changed here in the top 25. I'm going to go through, just read them out. Obviously, like we said, it's tough to do, just audio, but here it is. Auburn, number one, they stay there. Gonzaga, number two, they stay there. Then you got UCLA moving up from four. Uh, Last week they were seven. Now they're three. Um, you have Purdue at four, Kentucky five, who moved all the way up from number 12. Um, so that's how much they view Kansas and how good they think Kansas is, um, which I don't. Uh, Houston, number six, they moved up one spot. Baylor drops to eight. Duke drop is at nine, stays there. Kansas drops to 10. Wisconsin stays at 11. Uh, Villanova moves up two spots to 12. Michigan State. Drops a couple, goes to 13. Texas Tech stays around that 13-14 range um, with an opportunity to get another big win against Texas, who have who they have kept in the rankings. Providence up to 15. Ohio State at 16, which I do like. UConn 17, that's another team you have to keep your eye on. Um, they can definitely win the whole thing. Illinois, and then Southern Cal at 19. I don't know too much about Southern Cal. It's a team maybe to start watching. Um, Iowa State at 20, I still don't really trust them at all, nor do I believe in them. Xavier at 21, I like them. Tennessee, Texas, Marquette at 24, LSU at 25. They really started to skid. I'm surprised they kept them in the rankings because they don't really have a big matchup this week. Usually that's what they try to do with the 24-25 range. So my revisions, really, I like the I like the top five. Um, I've been probably the biggest Kentucky supporter out there. Um and I actually have them at six in mine, not five. But I've had them in the top ten the whole way. Um, Duke, you know, Duke, Arizona, Kansas, all good and fine. The real revisions I made is I moved Xavier from 21 up to 19. Um, dropped Iowa State into that 21, so not really anything. I have Marquette at 23 instead of 24. And then I have Alabama in at the 25 mark just because they have uh, two tough games, one at Auburn and one uh, against Kentucky this week. So I, I think you rank them because they have the big games this week where LSU has just lost to poor teams recently. Alabama coming off a win, put them in the 25 spot. They're the ones with the most votes uh, that aren't that didn't make the top 25 this week. So that's pretty much all I got. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And stay tuned uh, for the recap and looking ahead to the following week.